We care about our land more than somebody down in Ottawa. A land code puts the First Nation into the power of government. The biggest point for me is your ability to protect your reserves lands. Former chief of our community had the vision to sign uh, and the guts to sign that framework agreement. Business at the pace of business. The good thing about land code, we don't have to sell it. It sells itself. Jackie, maybe describe the position you're in right now and the kind of work you're doing with the Ontario Chiefs. Absolutely. So I'm the Director of Justice at Chiefs of Ontario. And Chiefs of Ontario is a coordination and advocacy organization. And we serve all 133 First Nations across the Ontario region. And my sector is focused on anything related to justice and legal issues that are impacting First Nations. We go to support the mandates the Chiefs and Assembly provide us with. So the files range from policing to enforcement of First Nation laws, protecting uh, sacred sites, heritage and burial matters, rights assertions, lawmaking, etc. And um, then any individual matters that First Nations approach us to help them with. So when you were invited to this conference, you must have jumped at the opportunity. It's right in your bailiwick. Yeah, it was an honor to be asked to present by Andrew and Kevin. We work really closely with them at the collaborative table. So the opportunity to come here and to speak about our work and what still needs to be done and then to hear from other regions about what their needs are and then what their accomplishments are, that's it's inspiring. Um, and then to see what we can do in our region. So if they can do it there, then we should be able to do it here and just adapt it to fit the unique needs of the nations in Ontario. That's what's so interesting, because people sometimes assume that First Nations all have a similar outlook and it's the same issues, but across the land, with 634 First Nations, there's unbelievable diversity. Is that, is that a challenge in your case? I don't think it's a challenge. Everyone's unique, and that's a good thing, and there's strength in that. But then there's also collective wants, collective issues, and there's voice when there are all working together and there's power in numbers. But the things that make First Nations unique, those are great also. So it's not a challenge. It's just, it's part of the work. It's part of being of service. Um, and then the work that we do at the table is really to ensure that we're not developing one-size-fits-all solutions, but we're developing mechanisms that are malleable and flexible. And when a First Nation is ready to participate, interested in participating, the structures are there to ensure that their laws are being enforced. I've worked in the past in some tripartite gatherings, and it can be really difficult when you're trying to merge the different interests at the federal level, provincial level, and the chiefs. Is that the scenario we're looking at? It's, it's pretty tough to negotiate? It's really tough. So we're in a very unique situation at Chiefs of Ontario is that we are very guided by what the chiefs want, what the mandate we receive from chiefs and assembly is. And so we have that very singular focus. We have our advocacy that we need to consistently strive for. Um, and it's tripartite. So the federal representatives, they come with their own mandates and their own agenda. And the same with the provincial representatives. And that can be very challenging. The work has to exist in different spaces and different forums. We do what we can at the table, and it's there, and there are minister commitments to getting this work done, but 
it's proving not to be enough. So further conversations need to be happening at the technical level and most importantly at the political level. So having chiefs and deputy chiefs and grand chiefs meeting directly with the ministers and letting them know this is urgent, this is a crisis, and it demands attention and resolve. Within the justice realm, of course, you've got policing, you've got prosecution, you've got the courts, restorative justice. Is all that in the mix? Absolutely. And that's something that the elders talk about all the time at the table, is ensuring that what we're doing is holistic. And it's responding to not only the needs of First Nations, but also their traditional ways of being and their approaches and their teachings. And we're guided by that. So we want to ensure that we're not contributing to existing problems, but in ensuring that there's consistent and reliable enforcement and prosecution of First Nations laws, there's also that restorative element. There's a preventative element as well. So we're not having to get to the stage where, you know, a crime has been committed. But what other supports can we create so that First Nations citizens have the structures that they need to navigate life? Ultimately, it's going to be a lot of discussion. Uh, Everybody's looking for a solution or a number of solutions. What are you looking for? My greatest hope is that both Canada and Ontario and um, the other provincial governments hear loud and clear how urgent this is, that this is a crisis, that First Nations laws have existed on this lands long before Canada was a state, long before Canada existed. And they deserve and they must be enforced. And the prosecution gap and the enforcement gap can no longer exist. And this is an immediate issue that demands their attention and resolve. Super. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Stay tuned as we bring you further coverage from the National Conference on the Enforcement of First Nation Laws. Look for updated social media links and website content. I'll put a link in the show notes to the conference website in particular, where you'll find a wealth of resource materials and follow-up information. It's all about finding solutions and taking real steps to restoring Indigenous justice systems. Thank you for continuing to support the Land Decolonized podcast and for sharing it with friends and colleagues. I'm Richard Perry.